0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by PrizePix. Go to prizepickscom SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to slash MMA hoodie for all the details.
1: Welcome to the Hockey gathering Podcast, on the Sports Gathering Podcast Network. My name is Tyler Jenkins. Joining with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how are we doing on this spooky
0: Halloween episode here? I'm doing good. I got my, got my gritty headband on, my gritty costume on. Uh, doing good. It's weird only having two games on a Tuesday here, but you know, mm-hmm. Halloween, trick-or-treaters, all, all the kids out there. So hopefully everyone had a uh, happy Halloween.
1: Maybe that's why they call it Tuesday.
2: Ooh, Tuesday, yeah. I like it <laughs> i'm doing all right i'm surviving i'm uh, kind of a, a grinch of halloween you know um i'm not not a big fan of this this holiday you know kids having fun and all that but uh it's, it's not for adults right so yeah I was getting through or almost we've almost made it through it usually just uh you know watch watch uh, an old classic like rosemary's baby or uh the exorcist two, <laughs> two of the best you would. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they don't make movies like these, they're just let like, just like no. music, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging in, and kind of tired, but whatever, we'll get through that's it. A,
1: that's alright, we'll pal, what do we always say? Sometimes you do the show, sometimes the show does you, you know? So that's alright, we're here either way. Um, yeah, it's Halloween, you know, we got dressed up, we're all costuming, like Ryan, you said you're gritty, Joel, who are you? Joel. Nope. <sighs> No, you're Darth Sidious We established this a couple shows ago. Darth Shittiest and myself. I'm fucking dumb. I'm just fucking stupid. You know, baseball stinks. The Blue Jays fucking suck. So who am I for Halloween? I'm a fucking idiot. So there you go. Yeah, that will be like that one deliriousy in the chat. Let's fucking go. Uh, I'm doing good though, boys. You know, it's Halloween day. You know, I'm I'm kind of with you on Joel. I never really liked Halloween that much growing up. I wasn't a big candy guy. You know. So like Halloween to me was just useless. It was cool in high school when you're going to like parties and shit like that, I guess, right? But I'm uh, I'm with you on that one. As far as adults go and stuff, you know, I don't I don't understand the people that go like balls to the wall for Halloween. You know, my sister's like that. She lives for this shit and bitch is like fucking in her thirties. I'm like, what are we, what are we <laughs> what doing? Are
0: doing
1: here? What
0: are we doing? Come on. Yeah. I don't know, Brian. You a big Halloween guy or no? Not really, no. So I'm I'm glad we all kind of hate on it a little bit here. I'm 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 enjoying it. Nice. Get this pagan holiday
1: day out of here we don't got time for this bullshit anyways you know that's right this sean says i look like candy corn i don't know what that means but all right um <laughs> uh, okay we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna keep rocking and rolling here. everybody go check out the sports <laughs> gambling podcast that's the place to be tons of stuff going on in the world of sports what do you got you have something to say
2: <laughs> I, I thought he's talking about ryan right, he's got the orange thing okay. But talking about you, that, doesn't make, that makes even less sense. I don't.
1: I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyways, go to the Sports Gambling Podcast. that's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Uh pretty electric weekend in the NFL. That was, it was absolutely awesome. College football, suite. They just put out their uh, playoff rankings so far, which is great to see. Uh, Jolie, do you have any opinions on that? Did you look at it yet, or what? Oh, uh, what?
2: What? I was college football you. playoff rankings. Oh fuck that! It doesn't matter until the last one. But what is it? Not, I don't know. Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Washington. Yeah, Something Washington's like fifth, I think.
1: Fifth, yeah, fifth. I don't know. yeah
2: But it's it's standard. It is
1: what it is. I mean, you know, we're not really all the way there. But either way, that's important. Uh, Dilly, it's not a hoodie. It's an actual jersey, bro. Sean Markham. Let's go. Throwback. Come on. Sean Get Markham. with the times, Sean Markham. Let's go. I think my dad wanted it like a Jack and Jill, like fucking fifteen years ago or some shit like that, but. Uh
0: was it was a jack and jill? Is that like a like a 50/50 like type thing?
1: No, so it's like if two people are getting married, they have like a jack and jill. It's a big party and then they have like a bunch of gifts and people can go and they like bid on the gifts and it's a way for them to make money, you know, for their wedding and stuff. I've never heard of a jack and jill. Oh, really? Well, a Canadian thing or what? Yeah, maybe. Also, I was thinking about you the other day, Americans, do you wear shoes in your house? No. No. Okay, cuz no. it's fucking weird whenever I see that. I'm
2: like, what's going on here? I don't know. To me, I, that's think, I was, think it's just a legend. Uh, that's what they say Americans wear shoes in the house, but I've never actually known an American who does it. So I, I don't know okay. what's, what's what's going on. I'm glad because, Ryan, I was about to carve you so hard <laughs> if that was the case. But,
1: no. uh, anyways, check out the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff for the world of sports. Uh, you can find all the information there. Read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy articles. He's absolutely always killing it for his fantasy hockey. Post them weekly. Uh, what else we got going on here? Listen to the other shows. Everybody does an awesome job when it comes to the other shows as well. So that's all there. Uh, we got everything going. You know, NBA's tipping off. They're doing their thing too. So I know that's big and important. Uh, also, shout out to all our friends and pals the Discord. Discord has been buzzing lately. You know, we had some good chats going on in there last night. Some good chats going in on there today. Uh, I apologize for my shitty European hockey plays. Like, it seems like every play that I make does well unless I put it in the Discord and then it loses. So I don't even know what to tell you on that one. But hey. Happens when you fall off the horse for getting back on that horse even if it is european um so anyway shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in there you're not making money uh if you want to get in the discord you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll be sure to point you in the right direction or you can reach out to the HDP twitter account where our uh social media assistant producer will be sure to point you in the right direction he's been absolutely on fire he always is uh or what you can do is go to your local you know holiday store and Steer clear of that Halloween now but I guarantee you if you go to that Christmas aisle, you'll see my boy Mr. Meyer, and he'll be there, and you'll see him just buying Christmas decorations and shit. And you'll be like, hey, joey how do I get in the Discord? And he'll be like, Yeah, this is how you get in the Discord. So there you go.
2: Nah, that's a
0: real holiday. Damn right it is. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Hockey SGPN. Get in that Discord and make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Galen podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, if that is on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Turn on those auto-downloads. The episodes are automatically in your feed when they are published. And subscribe on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash at Podcast. We're going live on there most nights, so make sure you guys uh, join in on the fun. And get in on the chat.
1: Hell yeah, man. Um, all right. And we got a little bit of news we're going to touch into. It's just kind of one thing here. Uh, We just had reports drop a couple of hours ago that Boston Bruins defenseman Charlie McAvoy has officially been suspended four games for his hit on uh, Carolina or fucking Carolina Panthers. I'm thinking football here on Florida Panthers (laughs) defenseman Oliver Ekman Larson on Monday night. Uh, It was the hits a little bad. Like I was, we were talking about before the show, I'm trying to defend it. Cause I'm, you know, not a bitch. So I think that there shouldn't be many suspensions in the NHL, but like you look at it and it's like, all right, that's a tough look. Um, four games is a lot. I don't know. Are we starting to precedent here? I guess like, it'll be interesting to see going forward. There's always hits to the head. So if somebody does one later on in the year and they only get like two games or something and then it's like, well, what are we doing here? But four games is a lot to miss. Uh, The Boston Bruins are an absolute wagon this year though. So I'm sure they'll be fine without them. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. Boys, do you have any thoughts or what?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I mean, this is the exact type of hit they don't want in the game. Like the puck, the puck was gone. It was a little bit late there. And then also it was just, um, he went right for the head. It was your shoulder right to the head. Could have easily avoided contact, could have just made contact with the body, but it seemed like you know, he saw him there, he saw his head there, and he he just went at him. And you know, we're starting to see this is a second four game suspension this year. Uh Rasmus Anderson got four games for his hit on Line. I don't think Lina's even returned from yet. Obviously, different type of hit here, but um yeah, you know, McAvoy, I don't think he's been suspended before. So four games for, for that Ooh. seems a bit high. This would have been maybe one or two last year, but you know as long as it's consistent we got two four game suspensions so far on two pretty bad hits so I'll, I'll take consistency
2: yeah it was a bad hit a little cheap shot to the head and all that while well, the guy wasn't looking um yeah four games maybe a little much but that's that's the uh the day and age we're living in so uh, i guess we can expect that especially after the you know the precedent set by the, uh, the rasmussen hit so yeah four four games uh, seems about right
1: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I forgot to go through locked out totals for last show. We're going to do that right now real quick before we get into things. Uh, this was dating back to October 27, 2023. Mr. Joel Meyer kicked some ass. He went two and one. He's up 1.89 units on the day. Uh, Ryan went one and two down 0.75 units. And myself, I went one and two as well down 2.13 units. Uh, Jolie kick us off run through your shit here, bro.
2: Yeah, it should have been 3-0, but uh, the dog, Arizona Coyotes, they are up 4-1, just killing the Kings in the in the first period there, but then they got complacent, they didn't do much, didn't do anything really in the second and third period, and just let the Kings go back in the game, and the Kings end up winning in regulation even, so that sucked, but uh, the other ones were pretty pretty easy wins, the Canucks just absolutely blitzed the, the Blues there, they suck. Uh, I think it was five nothing at the end. Um, not, not, and never shadow of a doubt the whole game. Like they were only up one nothing at the end of the first period. I think we were recording at the time, and I just, it was uh, an absolute demolition in terms of the shots on goal and all that. So that was easy. And then the total was the the goal nights team total under three and a half at uh, plus one fifteen. But this one was uh, no, this one wasn't so easy. They, they, they scored two goals in the first five minutes, but thankfully they didn't they didn't score again until later in the third, and then it was a Overtime game and thankfully the, the Blackhawks scored the OT winner. I think it was an OT. If not, it was a shootout. But whatever. Point is, the team total stayed under. Um, I personally didn't even bet this. I bet the the, the, <laughs> the Blackhawks and the under. So thankfully, at least the uh, the Blackhawks money line came through because uh, the under probably wasn't a good bet in the end.
0: Yeah, that was my uh, total. Chicago Blackhawks, Vegas Golden Knights under six at minus 112. 4-3 final. So just lost that one. Uh, my dog was the Buffalo Sabers plus 160 at the New Jersey Devils. I think the Sabers Sabers scored first in that game. I think they had another 2-1 lead, uh, tied it up late, but fell um, in regulation. And then my my lock, uh, the Sharks team total under two and a half minus 160. They got shut out three nothing. They they've still only scored more than two goals, more than one goal in a game one time or one time. Yeah. So uh, one and two it's hit my lock, but I, I can't hit my dog or total to uh, save my life
1: all right for myself the heater's over boys the heater's over i went out uh, one and two like i said for my lock i had vegas puck line minus 120 versus chicago again i don't know what it is the puck line just rinse my ass so that stunk the worst part is i had washington penciled in and they ended up winning, and I was like, shit, but I changed it right before we recorded. So that always sucks. Sometimes you got to trust your gut. Uh, for my dog, I had St. Louis versus Vancouver, plus 150 on the money line. Julie touched on this. Uh, Vancouver just opened it up after the first period against St. Louis. Uh, 5 nothing final there for the Canucks. And then for my total, I've been rocking and rolling with this play all year long so far. San Jose Sharks under. San Jose versus Carolina under 6.5 and, and minus 115. That is the one that did come through. Uh, I think it was like a 3 three one final or something i don't know ryan what did you did you say the final three nothing. three nothing three nothing final. yeah so the the sharks absolutely fucking stink bro so that should be a lock no matter what just fade the sharks wherever you can yeah
0: all right let's uh, toss some
1: ads up in this bitch so we'll uh, all here. right
0: we are brought to you by prize picks uh prize Picks is, is the most fun you can have winning up to 20 times your money this season now you can play during basketball season two uh, you just select two or more players Pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry. Um, Prize Picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. It's not the only thing I can do in less than 60 seconds. Uh, Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discount select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Price Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football this football season. Um uh yeah, it's a, Price Picks is a great daily fantasy sports app. Make sure you guys check it out and you can go to pricepicks.com/sgpn and use code sgpn for a first deposit match up to $100. That's slash sgpn code sgpn. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. And the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched a YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube i'm sorry
1: poor ryan's just getting carved in the chat right now so yeah, i mean these uh, comments uh, are like,
0: <laughs> off, off brand healthy bars pretzels no i give out the religious pamphlets everyone needs jesus
1: <laughs> yo i am not like beijing wings went off the top rope ryan puts out an empty bowl with a card that says <laughs> please take only one <laughs> <laughs> that's, un- that's unbelievable. Yo, be nice. Come on, yo. Come on. He leaves some good shit. Ryan's got that good good. Um, all right, gentlemen, let's keep this rocking and rolling here. We got a four-game slate set for Wednesday, November 1st. Are you ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. first game on the docket at the 7 p.m time slot we got a buffalo sabers against the philadelphia flyers baby game itself is in broadway uh buffalo on the money line sitting at minus 115 philly on the money line at minus 105 the over unders at six and a half over paying off minus 135 the under plus 114 mr gilbert take it away here buddy what do we got going on
0: uh, it's on broad street not broadway <laughs> first of all How did Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Broadway versus Broad Street. It's a big Rangers. Broadway bullies. You guys are a <laughs> <but sure. laughs> I'm
1: not gonna finish that sentence. Uh
0: yeah, but but for this game, I, I like my Flyers here at home, minus 105. You know, this next stretch of games is gonna show like what type of team they really are. They played well against against the hurricanes. Uh it was two two till late in the third period. Hurricanes, you know, just broke through with a goal as they do. They had a 2-1 lead after one and and, then just, you know, let the hurricanes back into it as Carolina tends to do. But I think the flyers here are, you know, still a decent team, not as good as Buffalo, but Buffalo also hasn't been playing too great so far this season. Uh, Their goaltending is suspect. Levi might be back for this, but he's, he hasn't been great um, so far this season, 890 save percentage. Carter Hart has been great this season, 921 save percentage. So as long as he's starting, I think I like the Flyers here minus 105. Also do like the under six and a half. Up, up there at plus one fourteen, getting getting good plus odds on that. Uh, you know, the Flyers have played some high-scoring games, but I see a you know a 3-2 type of game here, much like their one against Carolina. So Flyers in the under for me.
2: I like the Flyers as well here. Um, this is a line that suggests uh that these teams are you know, closer to their preseason rating, but so far the Flyers have been a much better team than the Sabers. Both teams have played a pretty equal schedules, so yeah, minus 105 here. The Flyers are technically the dogs, so give me give me the Flyers here. I like them uh, quite a bit in this game. Like Ryan said, they were impressive against the Hurricanes, and you know the Hurricanes supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. Maybe haven't proven that so far the the season, but still, there's the um, history there, the talent there, and the Flyers went toe to toe with them, so. Yeah, and the Sabres, meanwhile, have been up and down. I know they they crushed the abs. <laughs> I don't know what went on in that game. That was during uh, football and all that. But, um, yeah, I, it's just uh, the one data point. They haven't exactly been uh, lighting the lighting the world on fire. They've been playing a little better lately, I guess. But, uh, no, a bit, bit, bit of a disappointing start for the Sabres. So, yeah, I think we're going to go with the recent form here and go with the Flyers. No real feel for the total. I, mean, I guess I lean the under as well. Considering the Sabres are having trouble scoring. Uh, And yeah, so yeah, it's mostly Philly for me here.
1: Um,. Yeah, fuck it. I'll go with you guys. I like the Flyers in this game. You know, they've been fine at home. I think they're, what, three, what are they at home record? They're three and two at home. The Sabres are one and two on the road. You know, it's still too early, so you can't really put too much merit into the whole, you know, home versus away stats. But, I mean, you got to ride in something here. And like you guys said, Philly's playing fine. Carter Hart's been, Carter Hart's been great this year. You know, 2.3 goals against average, a point nine two one save percentage. Ryan, I don't know if he's looked as good as his numbers say. Mm-hmm. Has he been looking he, okay? He has. He definitely has. Yeah, he's been, he's been yeah. on top of his game. That's cool. That's what I like to see. So yeah, you know, it's, it's very intriguing to see the flyers in this spot here. I know they're currently on a two game losing streak. Well, what better time to go and break that than fucking tomorrow night in uh not Broadway in what is it? Broad, Broadview? just broad street. It's just broad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's be a little proud about it, but all right. Uh So, yeah, I give me the flyers here as far as over-under goes. I mean, I kind of like the under at this. You know, it just pumped Connor Hellebuck a little bit here, and I don't know if we'll end up seeing Uka Pekka-Lukkanen in net for uh, for the the Sabres or if we'll see Comrie or if Levi is back. But either way, you know, neither teams are really barn burners when it comes to offense. I guess Philly's been okay, but still. So, yeah, I'll leave the under and then give me the flyers for sure. All right, moving on to the 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Dallas on the money line sitting at minus 135. The Flames on the money line at plus 114. The over-under set at six. paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Boys, this Calgary team is in shambles right now. Currently on a five-game losing streak. Just lost to the Oilers in the Heritage Classic. They showed up in those fucking dumb... What was that, the overalls? Did you guys see that where they were mm-hmm. walking in? Yeah. Now, what I want to know is, like, you lose you gotta walk out to the bus
0: wearing that stupid shit like are you kidding me <laughs> no you, they, they don't walk out in that they they <laughs> they, 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 they pack a nice uh they're a nice suit or something comfy to walk out in i losers. hope
2: so hopefully they have a nice bonfire for those two at the end <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly right so that sucks
1: uh yeah the flames absolutely stink here man i know this this is the first time of a back-to-back for dallas so they're playing calgary tomorrow and then on thursday they play the oilers uh, but I still I gotta go with Dallas, man. You're gonna give me the minus 135 in this game. We might see Scott Wedgewood. I don't know if they'll be playing Ottinger and then Wedgewood to face McDavid, or you know, give McJesus to Ottinger. We'll see how that plays out. But either way, I'm kind of leaning towards Dallas here, minus 135. I love it. Uh, and then as far as over under goes, oh, Calgary sucks, bro. Like, but you know what? Markstrom is actually surprisingly been playing well. Some of the games I've watched, I know. You know, the flames stink. They haven't been winning games. You know, maybe Martin's or sorry, Markstrom's numbers don't look that great. But from what I've watched him, he doesn't look like he's struggling out there. He's just getting absolutely zero support. So uh, I'm going to lean towards the under six here at minus 120. I really wish it was six and a half. Uh, but yeah, I'll take the under and then give me the stars.
0: Yeah, looking at his goal save above expected, uh, Markstrom is, is is positive at, uh, I think, 1.6 there. So, it's, you know, it's, that's fine. And, um, yeah, for the Stars, Jake Ottinger is uh, is my Vesna, Vesna Trophy uh, winner right now. He's been great, but this line's low because it is, is a back-to-back, and Scott Wedgwood has not nearly been as good. So I love the Stars here. If it is Ottinger playing, I think if he's confirmed, you'll see this line definitely skyrocket to at least minus 150. And it might be worth it at minus 135 just to kind of lock that in because the Stars are such a, a solid team. They have the best expected goals, 4% in the league at 58.37. Meanwhile, the Flames are down there at 14th at a 50.95%. So respectable. But th- th- this Flames team just, just cannot score. So I, I was looking at even a Flames team total under 2.5. Uh, they've only scored more than two goals in one of their games so far this season think under two and a half was like plus 125 so that might be something I look at if um Ottinger starts but yeah either way here I think stars are are, are the play um and then you know if if wedge is confirmed don't take the stars you know, much, much higher than minus 140 but I do like the under here under six minus 120 I think uh Dallas has been playing so, so some good defense and
2: Calgary cannot score there is a betting term called uh, the anchor or unanchor, which is basically reference to a data point or a collection of data points that are meant to weigh down the the rating of a team. And I think it's time to get rid of the anchor. We are going to raise it like a pirate ship schooner in uh, the Bay of Biscay, and uh, we're going <laughs> to sail off uh because we're done with these fucking flames and their anchor um i'm done with it i'm done with it i all the credit i give them their team their depth their defense was supposed to be so good and all that i'm done with it they can't score they keep fucking me over and uh, this team looks way worse than last year's team like last year's team was actually in games (laughs) they're in all those one score games even though they lost most of them and yeah they, they just can't score anymore and even though markstrom's playing his ass off i don't know where Ryan got his uh, goal save above expected stat, but he's actually fourth in evolving hockey, but over plus seven. Um, so, yeah, Marksman's killing it, and the rest of the team isn't. They just can't score. M- missing Todd Foley is a big deal. He's been lighting it up for the Devils, meanwhile. And, yeah, so clearly I don't think that Daryl Sutter was the problem at all. It's just this team sucks. And Kadri's been terrible. Huberto's been even worse. And those are two that are the most have heavily paid players and then we're we're hearing talks that the, the contract negotiations between Hannafin and Lindholm, which were yeah. supposed to be pretty close have now stalled they're like fuck this man we are we're out we're we're also raising <laughs> anchor and sailing off of <laughs> exactly uh so yeah yeah raise the anchor no more flames for me i gotta wait and see what this team's about before i start believing them again but i'm not betting the stars either i'm just i'm just passing on the side but i definitely like the under because uh, the Flames are still good defensively, and, and Markstrom's playing uh, much better than anyone else on the damn team. And of course, we already uh, sang a praises of Ottinger um, yesterday. So yeah, Stars' great defensive team as well. So under six, I think is a is a good bet for this one.
1: Jolie, uh, Flames or Sharks? Who do you have more faith in? <laughs>
2: Wow, you gotta you gotta factor in the line. I mean it's one on one. You take the flames, but uh at this point, you know what? (laughs) Give me the sharks as a like a a two-dollar dog over the flames. How about that?
1: Hell yeah. Love that. Uh all right, we're down to the 9 30 p.m. time slot here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Colorado Avalanche game itself is in Colorado here. Uh, St. Louis on the money line sitting at plus 190. Colorado on the money line at minus 230. The over under is set at six and a half, overpaying off minus 108. The under minus 112. Uh, I'm trying to see is this the first night of a back to back for Colorado here? There's a lot of games on right. No, nope, it's, it's, it's not. Okay, so Jolie, uh, let's go. What's up with your abs? They're gonna fucking beat the absolute doors off the blues here
2: or what? Well, speaking of not scoring, the Avs have gone six full periods now without scoring, being shut out in two straight games. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but they they lead the league in terms of um, – well, actually second in terms of expected goals. So you, you have to uh, figure that that's going to regress. Uh, they're getting shots in and all that. But it's just they, they can't find the back of the net um, recently. Uh, but the power play is still elite. You know, Those five guys up there are going to get their – Gonna get their points, and meanwhile, the Blues are a good team to bounce back against. They are uh, a, a really bad team, and they're gonna be a bad team all season long. And they've been kind of held together by some above-average goaltending, that's for sure. Um, like they, they were good against the Flames, I guess, but we just we just shot on the Flames, so that's not exactly the best uh, <laughs> metric uh, to judge them by. Um, so yeah, yeah, Avs here all the way. I think that they uh, bounce back in a big spot here. At home after a few days off, and the Blues are just like I said, they're just a good team to um respond with a good game uh, against. Um, if that was English anyway, I kind of like the under six and a half though, because I don't think the Blues are gonna score uh on the Avs either. So, Blues team total under is fine, but uh, under six and a half, minus one, just in case the Avs scoring drought continues, but uh, much stronger on the Avs. You're giving me that puck line, minus one and a half. Yeah, completely
0: agree with all that. You got to look at the Avs puck line here at minus 102 right there around even money. Uh, Avs have the third best expected goals, 4% in the league. The Blues have the third worst. So just complete opposite teams here. I think Colorado will get off the schneid after back-to-back shutouts uh, against St. Louis. But, you know, Bennington has still 926-8 percentage for, for the Blues. But the Blues are just so bad that, yeah, I mean, I, I like the have puck line. I like the under six and a half. I think Blues team total under is, is a good look as well. So pick one of those, whichever one of those you fancy, you fancy the most and uh, go ha- go hard on it.
1: Yeah, um, I was leaning towards the puck line at minus one and a half, at minus 102. However, there's some fucking fish that told us we're not allowed to talk about puck lines anymore on the show. So I guess uh, I'm going to – That was like
2: two years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean like more – <laughs> I'm going to lean more towards uh, Colorado and regulation here. This team's been absolutely sick at home, too. They're 2-0-0. O o. Uh, I am seeing that Ivan Pro- Prozvetov is expected to get the start here for Colorado. I don't know if that's – I don't think it's been confirmed, but that's just what I'm reading. Uh, this kid has gotten lit up his entire career. Now, he did spend – I think he's only played, like, 14 games, but he was in Arizona, so, you know take that with a grain of salt i guess but i think this is a win-win spot for everybody involved you know st louis is a team that hasn't been able to score much this year they're only averaging 1.86 goals again or goals for per game uh you know why don't they go in and light up this fucking russian so they bury a couple and then colorado like julie talked about they got shut out in the back past two games well let's go pop in five or six on st louis here you know so i still got the avalanche winning this game uh so i'll take them in regulation whatever it's paying off couldn't find it anywhere, but I'm sure it'll be posted tomorrow. And then uh, I'll take the over in this at 6.5 if we got the the young, shitty Russian in that. And then, you know, I think Bennington's got to come back down to earth a little bit here. We've been saying that the past couple shows, and we saw them, maybe not him, but we saw St. Louis as a whole give up a five spot the other day. So, yeah, give me
2: the over. Give me the abs yeah, I guess uh, I guess I guess Georgiev can't play every freaking game this year, Yeah, This is the first time he's taken a break if indeed uh, he does give up the backup spot uh, tomorrow. And and who's or France was it? France how do I always fuck it up? Frank Francoos? I, I think it's Franc but it's France-Cous? still a mystery to me too.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like it changes every couple of months. Yeah, I <laughs> think so too. Is he still uh is he still on the mend? He still injured. He's still on the man, yep. Yep. You know, he'll be back We'd, soon enough, I think, I hope. Okay, cool. Um, All right, let's move down to the 10 o'clock time slot here. Last game of the docket. Fuck, we got a burner here, boys. We got the Arizona State University Coyotes against the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim at the Quack Palace. Uh, Arizona State University Coyotes on the money line at minus 125. Anaheim on the money line at plus 105. The over-under is at 6.5. Over-sitting at minus 112. The under minus 108. I am all, all over Arizona in this game. This team has actually been good to us so far. Uh, there are only 4 4 and oh to start the year. Uh, the Ducks are 5 4 four-no, oh, so I don't know how I feel about that, but I am seeing uh, Lucas Dostel is expected to start. He has actually been fucking sick. He's 4-1-0. and oh. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, fuck, that changes everything. The Ducks are at a four-game heater? The Ducks are good. The Ducks are good fuck this i'm quacking give me the ducks give me. The, i'm changing my pick give me the ducks plus 105 here let's go dosto let's go ducks let's hit five in a row why the hell not haven't really been that great at home one two and oh but who gives a shit and then you got the yotes and they're just fucking ugly so yeah give me the ducks let's have a good time tomorrow night you know let's get these let's get these quacks going uh and then obviously Anaheim uh over under shit bro give me the under like the Dostel's been lights out 4 1 0, 2.79 goals against average, a 0.921 save percentage. Uh, the Ducks are third in the league, or no, sorry, they're averaging three goals against, they're tied for 12, so that's fine. And the Yotes are uh tied for seventh with 2.63 goals against per game. So, shit, yeah, I think the under has some wheels here, uh, with their boy Milk and Dostal. So, hell yeah, give me the under, then give me the Ducks.
0: Yeah, the, the Ducks are good. They've won four in a row here against good teams on the road. Well, three three against good teams and then also beat the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets, Boston, Flyers, Pitt, Pittsburgh there. Penguins just blowing a five-on-three chance, giving up a shorthanded goal with 10 seconds left was fantastic. For the Ducks to win that one last night. But yeah, Arizona, you know, big showing against Chicago at home, 8-1. But looking at their wins, they beat, they beat the Blackhawks. They did beat the Ducks um, last week in arizona but the ducks did outplay them according to shot total also beat the blues so like the yeah both teams have you know five four wins but coyotes are against much lesser teams anaheim's looking good they're having everyone click here and yeah Dostal might be good enough to the point where they look to trade john gibson finally for to a team that that needs a goalie because we know there's plenty of those teams out there so give me give me the ducks here quack plus 105 at home
2: yeah, they've been one of these games on the road, but uh, a few of them have been quite fortunate, like like Ryan was implying there with that 14-second uh, tying goal against the Bruins, then winning it in the uh, overtime period. Bruins outplayed them there, and then they, they beat the, somehow beat the Penguins, even though they, they had to survive a five-on-three and then scored with the uh, 11 seconds left or whatever it was. So a little fortunate. Now they're coming back all the way to the West Coast after all that time spent on the East Coast. And just two days later... Uh, that's that's not a good spot and meanwhile the coyotes just came off of a demolition against the hapless blackhawks so i love the coyotes here the coyotes are a much better team and uh no bad spot for the ducks especially with Ostal and that i'm not a believer in him very small sample size so far uh yeah the coyotes goaltending is is not great either so i think that and these teams just played recently like a little over a week ago i think it was and the coyotes just won uh two to one i think it in a pretty closely fought game, and I think that the this one opens up considering the spot and considering uh, the carries have just been uh, more impressive as a as a whole. Uh, but I kind of like also for the total uh, all over going mean over seven and a half at uh, about two to one. There, I think that we see, we could see a, a wild game <laughs> pop up. Uh, these teams do not like each other, and when that kind of thing happens, um, yeah, there's going to be lots of penalties. It's going to be sloppy hockey. So you can even ladder it up if you want. Uh, yeah, I think that this this could, be a, this could be a wild a wild night at the Quack Palace.
1: I see some leaky vag milk all over the place. Is that what yes, you're that me?
2: too. Yeah, yeah,
1: he Dude. hasn't been great. Ew. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, we got any consensus, please?
0: Um, we're all on the Flyers. Minus 105. We're all on the Stars Flames under six, provided the Ottinger starts. And then we all like the Avs puck line, minus 102.
1: All right. Fuck yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, hopefully, okay. those, yeah.
0: hopefully those are some uh, Hall of Fame bets, and we're brought to you by Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Uh, Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, you know what time it is, and this is something we
1: haven't done so far this year throughout the regular season. It is time for another classic Hockey Gambling Podcast segment. And the thing about our segments are they're absolutely unique to us. Nobody else can do a segment quite like the fine folks and the good-looking gentlemen we have here at the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Don't let our costumes fool you. I know Julie looks like an evil sick. I know Ryan looks like a, a big fucking orange mascot i know i look fucking stupid but don't let that fool you we're still doing okay now this segment is very interesting and keep in mind the majority of the segments that we come up with on the show our whole plan is to get joel meyer to say things that joel meyer normally would never say ever in his life but i think we came up with a good one here i was gonna go we were gonna go halloween themed we didn't i should have but we didn't but this segment is inspired by my cat so, you know, sometimes like you got a cat, Ryan, you'll like this, you'll know this. So, you know, sometimes like you go to pick them up a little bit and you can get either two things. You can get either, you know, uh, you can get like a struggle, like they'll be struggling a little bit, you know, maybe they don't really want to get picked up right now. Mm-hmm. Or you can get a snuggle. So we're doing this new segment called Struggle or Snuggle. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to read a couple scenarios here. And you guys are going to have to tell me in the scenarios if this scenario itself is a struggle. Or is this scenario a little bit of a snuggle, you know? I, I love it. I love it.
2: <laughs> I'm going to be struggling.
1: <laughs> no, you're going to be snuggling, big boy. Uh, all right. First game on the docket. Now, a lot of these I should preface. This is way too early to be doing this segment. But this is pertaining to acquisitions throughout the offseason. So I know we're only, you know, like 10%, 5%, 15% into the season. So it might be a bit early, but we're going to go through it anyways. Um, all right. First one on the docket. Let's uh, let's go to you, Mr. Joel Meyer. Joel Meyer, you are the Carolina Hurricanes. You're going to pick up your cat, and your cat's name is Dmitri Orlov. Dmitry Orlov just signed a two-year, seven point seven five million dollar contract with the Canes. In ten games this year, he has zero goals, four assists. He's minus nine, but the Canes are six four and o. Oh. When you go to pick up Dmitry Orlov, is he giving you a struggle or is he giving you a snuggle?
2: Well, he's struggling big time, man. We 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 mocked uh, the the fact that the. Um... Daily Faceoff had him projected on the third line because he's the highest paid defenseman, but that's exactly where he is, and he's he's struggling all right, and uh, so am I, and so is anyone who wants to pay him. So is any Canes fan who had big hopes for him. Um, maybe now with Brett Pesci being out that opens up a little bit more opportunity for him, but so far not not so good. But at least it's only two years, thank God.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely a struggle. Maybe a few, maybe a few scratches, maybe claws at you a little bit. But you know, I feel like like any you know any new cat you bring in, I think he, he could just be getting acclimated to the system. The Hurricanes play <laughs> a specific type of way, so you know he's on the third pair now. But maybe you know we talk about it in 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 March, February there, and he could be their top pair guy or or second pair guy behind Jacob Slaving because he's their top pair guy. But it's it's definitely a struggle right now of trying to pick up Dimitri.
1: Yeah, I kind of got to go with you guys on this one here. Now, not to say he's been bad, but he just hasn't been warranting the $7.75 million contract that he was awarded. You know, we saw the, the, the package this guy went through at the trade deadline last year when he got traded to Boston. He was the star commodity, a free agent or not a free agency, but the trade deadline last year. So uh, I think the Canes were expecting to get a little bit more for him. Maybe it's a case of too many kicks in the kitchen or cook kicks in the kitchen cooks in the <laughs> kitchen. However, uh, they got Brent Burns over there. You know, they got a couple other studs. Especially they got some guys on the back end there. So, uh, But from a defensive point of view, which is why you bring in a player like Orlov, there's been a little bit to be desired. Uh, and even just the Canes as a whole. You know, like we said, they're 6'4". I know this is a team that should be very, very better than that. And I'm sure they will be by the end of the year. But as of right now, this is a little bit of a struggle. Uh, okay, moving down the list here, uh, Ryan, I'm going to go to you on this one. You are the Los Angeles Kings. You are going to pick up your little kitty, and your little kitty's name is Pierre-Luc Dubois. Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh-huh, little French cat, a chartreuse, if you will. Uh, he signed an eight-year contract with an $8.5 million AAV in nine games played, including tonight. Uh, he has three goals and three assists. He did get one assist in the Leaf game tonight. Uh, the Kings as a team are 5-2-2. Two, and two. Uh, currently, all right, Gilbert, you're going to pick up your Lute Dubois. Is he giving you a struggle or is he giving you a snuggle? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I'm gonna lean to the snuggle here, but uh, but there it, it is, there are some caveats here. It's because he, he's getting along with the, with the fellow cats. There, there's three strong cats down the middle that he's he's falling in line with, and you know, he's just him, Kopitar, and Dino are all, all playing very well. They were talking about in the broadcast tonight how we even you know, throw in Blake Lizette Blake and they have possibly the four best center depth in, in the league, which is very much by, by those top three. But yeah, they, they got Dubois. They, they, that's what they needed. He's not going to be, you know, a, a goal scorer or put up a ton of points. 60 points seems to be his ceiling last year with, with the Jets. So he's pretty much on on pace for that, maybe a little bit less. But yeah, I think it's going to be a snuggle there with uh, with Pierre.
2: For sure. Yeah, he's, he's looked uh, better already. Whoa, 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 Jolie. Totally. You got to say it. <laughs> Oh my um, word! I guess we're snuggling. We're snuggling old uh, PLD. It Sounds like a disease, but uh, we're snuggling with it. Uh, um, yeah, Pierre-Luc Dubois. He's been he's been good. He's been better than he was in in Winnipeg, at least uh, towards the end of his stretch there when he was so unhappy as he would in cold, gray, miserable Winnipeg. Um, but no, he's he's living it up in LA. And uh, so far, he's worth the dollars. Uh, he's gonna be there for a long time, so I hope that he, uh, you know, stays happy for the the you know, like Kings' sake. But so far, so good. He fits in with their their style of play, so it makes sense why they 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 uh, they shelled all that out for um, to trade for him.
1: Yeah, I agree with you guys. When I think of pure Luke Dubois, I think of picking him up and giving him a big old snuggle with the way that he's been playing. You know, there's a certain uh, asshole Bruins and Sens fan in the Discord that was telling me that pure Luke Dubois stinks. Uh, well, he's proven that maybe he doesn't. And Ryan brought up a good point. He's playing well with his other KDs here. So that always helps the cause. But still, uh, you know, six or three goals, three assists for six points in nine games. That's that's the kind of pro- productivity you want out of a centerman. And that's the kind of productivity that uh, the Kings need out of number one centerman here. So, uh, yeah, pure Luke Dubois. Well, I, I'm high on the guy. I've always been high on the guy. Former third overall pick, I believe, in the Matthews Line A draft. So you know, he's just been a victim of his scenario, bro. Like, let's face it, the Jackets stunk when he was there, and then he goes to Winnipeg, and Winnipeg wasn't really too. Big barn burners, and obviously he didn't wasn't too happy at either of them. But fuck, how can you not be happy playing in L.A. both on ice and off the ice? Obviously, so I think this is a perfect fit. And the kid's been uh, the kid's been doing well, and we can expect to see that throughout the rest of the year. So give me a couple snuggles for Dubois here. Um, all right, this one I'm going to my boy Joel Meyer because I know he'll love it so much, Mister Joel Meyer. You are the Pittsburgh Penguins. You are about to pick up or maybe drop kick your cat, and your cat's name is Jenner. General manager Kyle Dubas. We all know Kyle Dubas' is <laughs> in the offseason there with the acquisitions of uh, of Eric Carlson. He made a couple other deals in case he's with a few other guys here, uh, signing some goalies and some players. The Pens are currently 3-6-0. and They are last in the Metro. Uh, they're averaging 2.89 goals for per game and averaging 3.22 goals against per game. Joel, you're going to pick up this little kitty named Kyle Dubas. Is he giving you a struggle or is he giving you a snuggle?
2: Do I have to pick him up already? I mean, he he just he just arrived, and I'm I'm not comfortable. Uh, he looks kind of rabid. I, I know where he's been <laughs> up there in Toronto. I don't know what he's got, what he brought with him. Might need to get him uh, vaccinated and stuff first. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not picking him up because it's too early. You can't judge a general manager on on one off season. Uh, so we know what he did in Toronto. I can judge him for that. But uh, so far hey, this is this is a this is a president and general manager we're talking about here. Even, get it right. Even worse. Um. <laughs> all right. If you absolutely forced me, I guess I would. I guess I would snuggle just because uh, he's going all in with these old guys. He can't bring it down. Uh, you, you gave Crosby, Malk, and Latang, Eric Carlson, and that—that's just uh, I don't know, a show of loyalty to what they've done for the organization for so long, and then they obviously they they want to continue winning games, winning cups. So yeah going out and getting to carlson is a, is a huge is a huge coup i guess for that purpose but it hasn't worked out so far but you know it'll it'll take some time i guess to uh familiarize um themselves with each other and uh that's when we can really judge him at the end of it but for now i guess uh i would i would stay away but if you just fucking push me on him and force me to pick him up i i guess i would have to snuggle poor kitty do <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm going the opposite direction. I'm going, I'm going with the struggle. The, the only cat that, that could pick up and snuggle Kyle Dubas is Kyle Dubis himself. We, we've seen that. He, he's <laughs> he's looking for other cats to play with. He's gonna end up just, just you know naming himself his best own best friend and and playing with himself there. But yeah, I mean Joel Joel said it. He he, he did what he was brought in to do, which I think ultimately is, is the wrong move by you know adding these veteran guys around these already aging guys, but that's what Pittsburgh wanted. That, that's what they wanted to bring him in for. He went out and got Carlson. He added had these depth pieces, like Lamar's Eller type, Riley Smith they got. So he he, he went in. He's doubling down on the Penguins' plan, and, and it's not working out so far. So I, I think right now it would be a bit of a struggle.
1: I'm leaning a bit more towards the snuggle here, and I'm kind of leaning towards the snuggle for the reasons that Ryan's leading towards the struggle, if that makes any sense. You look at a guy like Kyle Dubas, what did they bring him in for him, what did he kind of do in Toronto? Was he plugged and placed around the star players? And this Pittsburgh team was kind of up against the cap. Obviously, the acquisition of Carlson, which he did do, kind of put them to it. But it's also the the death players that he brings in. You talked about the Riley Smiths, you know, the Nolacharis. Like this is what Cal Dubas does. He finds you know made market inefficiencies and finds a way to surround these guys. And that's kind of what Pittsburgh needs, right? Like they got these players locked in long term. The Ovechkins, the Malkins, the Latang, or not the Ovechkins, the Crosby's, the Malkins, and the Latangs. You know that those are their guys. They're not moving away from them anytime fucking soon. So you got to bring somebody in that knows how to build around them. And like or like the guy or hate the guy, he does know how to work within uh, constraints, salary cap. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a snuggle. Although I'm just telling you right now, maybe my arms are getting a little tired, and this snuggle might uh, change to a struggle pretty quickly. We'll see how things play out. <laughs>
2: My change to okay. Two uh, more. We'll run through them right quick
1: here. We got we're going back to Ryan here. Ryan, you are the Ottawa Senators. You are going to pick up your beautiful kitty, your be- beautiful yeah, exactly you're located there. Joris Corpusella signed a five year five million dollar AAV contract. He's in the first year of that. Uh he is two three and oh in six start so I believe he got pulled in one game. Uh, he has 17 goals against this year in those uh, six starts he has pitched. Mr. Gilbert, you're going to go pick up little Jonas Corpusello. Is he going to be a struggle, or is he going to give you a snuggle?
0: I, I'm going to hope I got some sort of receipt for this uh, Jonas Corpus Allo cat, and it's going to be a struggle to, to pick him up. It's going to be a struggle, struggle to live with him. He's just been – hasn't lived up to, to what, what they paid him for. They want to return him and, and get back uh, Gustafson from, from Minnesota if they can possibly. I'd be a much better cat there but yeah Corpuso he's stuck there in Ottawa you know I praised Ottawa for going out and adding a goalie it's looking like it may not be the right man I mean maybe it's going to take take a longer time in the right system you know with the with the defenseman in front of him learn the shooting lanes and whatnot but right now I mean he's he's not he's doing pretty much what corpusal has done his whole career which is not what they need in Ottawa he did Ottawa seems to have fallen for you know the small small sample size he had with the Kings. Decent stretch with the Blue Jackets last year because before that he was just a, an awful goalie, 894, 877, 897, and that's what he's being this year behind a better team. So it's going to be a definite struggle if you try to pick up Jonas Corpusallo.
2: Right. I think the move these days is what, uh, Joe Sakic and what the what the Leafs have been doing with these goalies—just short-term deals and um, not massive contracts—and um, just try to win with them. Because that that's you can't afford to have these goalies now on these super long-term, expensive deals um, unless you're Vasilevsky or uh, Shosturk and someone just like a transcendent talent. Um, so I, I I would have to struggle with this cat. Corpusell. um he, he had a great game in the last one against the pens but other than that he's been pretty shit so far but of course you got to give goalies time just as you give gm's time before you really can judge them so yeah it, it's it's a wait and see approach but as for the contract it's it's not looking too bright as a whole
1: yeah this cat fucking stinks yo this cat's smelly you know it's like a gnarly old barn cat you find like somewhere that just you know, he's a whole reason in life is just to get killed by a horse or stepped on or something like that. This cat is fucking ugly. Uh uh five million dollars since five is a lot of money. Uh and Joel, you touched on it right there. Dishing out these, you know, maybe five million dollars isn't a crazy amount of money, but for five years, dishing out this term on these big contracts to these goalies that you know, maybe they're not proven to be bonafide number one starters, or at least, you know, bonafide number one guys that'll put you over the hump. And I think this is an issue here in Ottawa. Obviously, it's still really early, so we'll see kind of how it plays out. But yeah, this is a stinky old struggle to the point where you pick him up and you get a little whiff and you're like, get this little fucking asshole away from me, yo. So, yours, Corpusello, he's a struggle. Um, all right, final one here. Joel, I'm going to you on this one. Mr. Joel Meyer, you are. The entire city of Calgary. You are the fans of Calgary. You are the city of Calgary. You're going to pick up your kitty. And your kitty is called the entire Calgary Flames organization. (laughs) All right, the Calgary Flames are two six and one. They are second last in the Pacific, next to the San Jose Sharks. They're currently on a five game losing streak. We talked about that in the game preview. Uh, they're averaging two point eleven goals for, which is 29th in the league. Uh, they're averaging three point six seven goals against per game, which is twenty eighth in the league. Uh, they're averaging twenty nine point three shots against the goal. Markstrom has been okay, but uh, Julia, you're picking up the Calgary Flames, and you are the city of Calgary and the fans. Are you giving? Is he giving you a struggle, or are you giving him a big old snuggle?
2: Oh, it's a big-time struggle, all right. I mean, they just built that brand-new arena they got to pay off, and then they got to go to see games to watch this shitty team do the same thing again and again and again. Uh, I don't think so. And then after that big move that was supposed to replace um, Goudreau and Kachuk, it uh, looked good at that, that first. Uh, Brad Schreling seemed to pull off a coup, but it uh, has not worked out, especially not this year where Kadri played well last year, at least uh, towards the beginning of the season, but now he's just not not doing shit um i think he was okay in the heritage classic but otherwise not 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 so much um so yeah the, the fans there are right to be pissed uh you know they're paying all this money for the stadium all, all this money for these dumb players who can't perform can't put the puck in the net and uh yeah it's just creating a shitty product so it's definitely um you know they're they're loyal they're loyal people there in alberta they'll, they'll stick by their team but uh yeah it's it's a uh, it's a tough relationship right now. So yes, the, this this cat is definitely struggling in the arms of the Calgary Flames fans. Yeah, a huge struggle
0: here. I mean, just just looking at looking at Calgary, I was I was wish, wishy washy on them before the season, but once they got those guys signed, I was like, you know what, good job going to this new season and, and see what they can do. And turns out they they can't do too much. And this would be a candidate for first coach fired, but I can't imagine them firing a, a first year coach, even if he has been with the organization for. I think since 2018, when he started as an assistant. So, so maybe they would, but.
2: Nah, they uh, got to pay off the stadium. Mm. They already just gave uh, Sutter <laughs> a bag full of money, too. That's good point.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they, if, yeah, it's a definite struggle here If if they don't turn it around, maybe we'll see them trading Lindholm, trading Hannah Finn, you know, telling their fans, you know what, this, this wasn't it. We're going to, you know, load back up for next year. We're going to go out and trade for someone or sign someone and then just, you know, have kind of a a re re retool year here where they, you know, just be like, okay, what pieces can we keep? Who should we trade? And, you know, reload next year. This is an absolute fucking train wreck.
1: What's going on out here in Calgary, man. You got, you got players that are talking shit about other players. You got fucking, it was Daryl Sutter's fault. Well, guess what? He's not there and you still suck. So whose fault really is it? You got, a uh, guy that signed a fucking eight-year contract for over $10 million. Used to be a 100-point player that can't fucking... This guy looks like he's... Christ, he looks like he's fucking Ryan out on the ice. You know, like, what are we doing here? Like, Jonathan Huberto stinks. I don't know what's going on, man. Like, this is as ugly as it gets in Calgary. Like we said, the only kind of thing going on that's good is been the play of, you know, Jacob Markstrom. But other than that, what's there to be happy about in Calgary? If you're a fan, you should be fucking livid, dude. You should be pissed off at this team, pissed off at this franchise. Uh, it's we talked about this in the offseason there is all oh, everybody wants out okay we're gonna try and get them to stay well maybe you know there's a bit of light a bit of optimism maybe things are gonna go good well guess what they haven't and they don't show any signs of changing either man like if this five game slid like if this if this slides into like fucking a 10 game or something It's going to be a tire fire. It's going to be abysmal there in Calgary, man. So there's no way around it. This is as ugly as it gets. You know, you can say, oh, we're only 10 games in or 12 games in, whatever the hell it is. Well, guess what, man? What else do we have to go on, all right? This team sucks. So, yeah, I I think this is a massive struggle to the point that you might just be fucking just throwing this cat back in the curb, you know? Say, fuck it. Get out of here, you know? We can't snuggle. We can't struggle. Let's just get rid of it all. So move the team. Move the team to (laughs) Quebec City. Fuck the flames.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Um boys, that has been struggle or snuggle. What are our thoughts? Good segment? That, that was that was seven? great.
0: That was for the uh, yeah, it was it was one of our better ones. One about one of our better ones. So yeah, okay. I approve.
1: Anytime I can hear Joel say the word snuggle, that's a win for me, yo. <laughs> 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 uh all right, let's wrap this up. That's our show. Every go check out the sports game of the podcast, every website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we got the NHL, it's fucking electric. Uh we got the NFL, we got college football, baseball doesn't exist anymore. Uh I'm stupid jays are stupid if you're a jays fan you suck uh what else is going on mma their podcast is doing a giveaway so be sure to because they're on youtube should be here sure to go check that out support our boy jeff fox he's an absolute beauty um uh, so yeah check out all the other shows go to the website you can read all the articles check out ryan's fantasy hockey articles he's pumping out weekly they're absolutely sick um i'm listening to the other shows as well shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord discord's buzzing baby discord's always a good time we got some good discussions going on in there lately which is sweet um, so hell yeah, man. Shout out to all of- Friends of pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Uh, if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. You can also reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Our social media assistant producer, when he's not roasting all the fucking hosts on this show, he'll be sure to take some time to point you in the right direction as well. Uh, or what you can do is you can go to the little uh, the little blanky in the pillow section, and you can find Mister Joel Meyer, Joel Meyer, and he'll be he'll be snuggling right up there, up in there, and you can say, like, Hey, Joel, can I? give you a snuggle and he'll be like yeah i'll give you a little bit of a snuggle you know and then when you two are snuggling you can ask him hey you know it's a pillow talk you can ask with some pillow talk hey how can i get the discord and he'll turn to you he'll put his hand down your thigh he'll grab you and pull you close and he'll be like hey baby this is how you can get to the discord
0: (laughs) all right make sure here (laughs) subscribe to the hockey gaming podcast uh, wherever you listen you got
2: nothing (laughs) no i'm not saying the word again
0: to hop up in there Joel's all snuggled out Uh, he he gets that way sometimes Uh, Yeah, make sure you're subscribed also uh, our our last episode of October here wanted to shout out all the loyal listeners all the new listeners this is a a record download month for us so thanks for hopping on board we're going to keep it going here in November and December as the season moves along uh, leave us a five-star rating and review if you haven't already on apple podcast so i have something to read here at the end of the show or spotify also subscribe on youtube get in the chat chat has been absolutely fire tonight so make sure you get in there maybe we'll do like a chat q a one one night when we have a, a lighter slate or something like that if, if they can keep it keep it uh with within within means there but uh yeah make sure you follow on twitter at hockey sgpn and get in the discord sg.pn slash discord
1: there is a 0% chance of those questions not going off the rails like
0: that would, that would just be a shit show
1: um, alright everybody let's end this, my name is Talon Jenkins you can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore 94
0: I am Ryan Gilbert
2: you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop I'm Joel you try to you'll find me trying to survive these fireworks all night and, and get some rest but you know what, the real holidays are coming that's why I've been drinking canada dry cranberry ginger ale this stuff reminds me of christmas because uh, it only comes out around christmas so it's, it's coming the holy days are coming no more halloween no more fucking fireworks waking me up all night so yeah cheers
1: all right hell yeah that's uh, as about enthusiastic as we're gonna get i wouldn't ask for anything else baby let's go uh all right thanks for hanging out peace